drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid. D. Troy Kool-Aid drinkers, we are here on day two. Probably my favorite day of the NFL draft, rounds two and three. The buzz, the excitement has been off the charts for Hutch, Aiden Hutchinson, and Jamison Williams, the wide receiver from Alabama. I'm back here on day two to talk all about it to work the DTO scouting office, to bring up a whole bunch of things that I know you Lions fans are thinking about, talking about out there, and uh, and do this. Two more rounds. Lions got two selections. We'll get into this. So, choppy chop, I know you're there, buddy. I know you're still excited. What's going on, man? Hey, Oakery. Yeah, happy to be back on the uh, dr- today two draft rounds two and three tonight. Lions still have a couple picks in the mix here after making a huge splash last night, totally rocking the drafting (laughs) world, uh, making that ginormous jump up from 32 to 12 to grab my boy, Jamison Williams. Let's call him (laughs) Williams the third, maybe, for the the third. Third time's a charm, Williams. (laughs) We got this guy. He's on the roster. I cannot wait for this dude to ball out. Um, have Have you seen any of his interviews? He looks real excited to be here, too. (laughs) right yeah yeah let's get into that actually so we're we're just hitting record the second round is just getting going so kind of what me and chops are going to do hopefully you guys checked it out we did um gosh we did a post show we had joey from believe podcast network on i was able to in the midst of busyness and work and a crazy friday was able to cut some more audio sections from our over four to five hour recording and threw that out and i know some of you great, loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers were saying, oh, man, love these live reactions. Like, this is incredible. Chops, I know you enjoyed getting to hear that back. So, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're doing that again. It's kind of me and you talking ball. We are going to bring up a lot of topics, players, targets to think about as the pick comes to 46, as well as um, you just brought up a topic right there and – we flipped out yesterday that the Lions went from 32 to 12, that they traded with the Minnesota Vikings, and it put us in a bind to make the pick. I, You made the pick of Kyle Hamilton basically for what you would, would do. I thought the Lions would probably go that direction, but I said I think they should, and I'm going to take Jamison Williams here, and then we freaked out for about two hours after when they did. The kid's electric. I mean, he's faster than fast. He's silky. He can run you. He can cut you up with the way he does things. And I'm still so behind it. I was kind of surprised before we get into some of the other things that I heard today where people are like, eh, 
I like it. I don't love it. You know, he's he's a little risky. Or other people were like, oh, it's so great. They were bold, but it might not work out. I mean, Chops, did you get into any of the, you know, the kind of thoughts today of how they did? I feel like 80 to 90% of Lions fans are excited, but it seemed like I heard from a good percentage that kind of were – him and Han, and we'll see, and I'm not sure, and so I'm still high on the player. I do want to get into a little bit about uh, some of the him stepping to the mic at this point, but there's little nuggets that still have me totally excited, and obviously with any player, there's still going to be some areas of concern as well. So before I dive into it, what did you hear today? Yeah, I mean, look, Okri, we've had this conversation, uh, you know, you and me on many levels about many topics, whether it's sports or in life, you're never going to please anybody. Mm -hmm. Okay, I could hand somebody a million dollars and they could look at me and say, well, you gave that guy two million dollars. So, you know, look, you're never going to make everybody happy. I am absolutely ecstatic about um about this pick i mean i think you walked away from this first round with the best edge edge rush and the best wide receiver in the draft how can you argue with that we had two picks going in and uh two first round picks going in we used two first round picks they weren't the ones we thought we were going to use but we used them and we got the the best edge and the best wide receiver so when healthy so look i i mean i'm i'm absolutely ecstatic oh and by the way uh, you know, you basically the way I look at it, I know people have broken it down in multiple ways, but the way I look at it is I traded up 20 spots in the first round and I traded up 20 spots in the second round. And all it did was cost me a second rounder. So, yeah. I, I mean, look like you you went from 46 to four. Uh, I'm sorry, from 66 to 46 and 32 to 12 for the cost of a 34. What You know, what 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 more can you, you ask for? So. Um, I think Brad Holmes, like I talked about yesterday, gathered up those assets and made the move. It was bold. It was uh, a guy they needed. You know, it wasn't like, well, we just, you know, there was a run on wide receivers. So we made this because we needed a wide receiver. No, it was there. This was the guy. We made this move for this guy. It wasn't, we weren't making this for Alave. We weren't making this for Wilson. We weren't making this for London. We made it for this guy. And so, you know, look, we're going to find out if it pans out. But I could not be any happier with that move there. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, as far as, you know, the what the Twitterverse is saying, I think most people are trying to figure out, you know, who who snuck a little blue Kool-Aid into the Minnesota Vikings uh, coffee last night because, damn, I think they got fleeced. And uh, I think they're going to they're going to regret watching uh, Mr. Williams, the uh, third destroy them year after year and uh, uh, twice a year in uh, in Minnesota. So, um, no, I'm totally happy. I love it. And, you know, I'm ready to get going here in round two. Instead of purple drink, it was a little bit of that Honolulu blue there. Drink it in. Oh, it tastes delicious, and I mean, you hit on a lot there. I mean, I don't know about this if you're trying to dub him Williams the third nickname based on what Joey brought up, that I guess it is our third Williams wide receiver. I'm not a fan, again, of your nickname selection. I feel like J-Mo is pretty cool. That's kind of part of his Twitter handle. He's got crazy swag. He's one of those guys that... He's just a ball player, man. I don't know how else to put it. Like, when I kept turning on his film, even again today... I couldn't get over the fact of what I was seeing him do on the football field. Now, my only concerns are two concerns. One, he he's 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 kind of slight 
you know what I mean? Which is a guy, usually when a guy can run about 4-2, they are a little bit more slight and slender, so he's got a little bit of that. How is he going to hold up at the NFL level? But I don't like that argument where people always say that all these glowing things about a player and say, and if he stays healthy. I mean, that just gets old, right? So I feel that... Jamison Williams is going to have to take the pounding of the NFL, but if you can't catch him, if you can't hit it, then you can't hit him. If you can't keep him in front of you, all he's going to do is hit himself into the goalpost, scoring touchdowns. So not a big concern. Just think that uh, sometimes you want to see how they bulk up or if the speed and the game is going to be so good it's not going to matter like it has for Deshaun Jackson in his prime and some of the other smaller receivers that we see. The only other thing that I've had a, a little pause on is just yesterday's interview, but then today, I mean, he's very short on his answers. They don't come across to me as, you know, that excited. Uh, he, he threw out a few nuggets where he was kind of like, I just want to get to work and I get to know my teammates. And once we start getting around each other, like, you know, we'll all be cool. And so so I think there's something maybe he's just I, I didn't expect him to go give the state of the Lions address when he got to the podium. But there's something about you do want not only a great teammate and a guy that's um, everybody can kind of galvanize around, but especially on draft day, it's sort of nice to get somebody up like Hutch was, you know, where he just sort of is able to communicate. He's excited. He's he's glowing about the organization. The organization loves him. Where Jameson Williams, I think it's much more you could you could view it as oh he doesn't want to be here or oh he's he's kind of frustrated with not being taken high enough. Whatever the case is, when really. I think he's just one of those guys where it's like, I don't need to see him interviewed at his locker after games. I'm not going to like wait for bated breath with that. But once he's healthy, I think he is must watch every time he hits the football field. Yeah. Okay. Look, I mean, look, there's, there's definitely different types of guys uh, personality wise in the league. So um, you know, some guys are, are you know, the, uh, you, you look at him, he's a f- high flying, speedy ass wide receiver. So you think, you know, maybe the guy's got swag, maybe he's got, you know, some some sly talk. He's he's excitable off the field and he yeah. just doesn't come across that way. Yeah. And I, I mean, here's the thing, Okri, if I have to choose and then on one hand, I've got oh, yeah. a. A, a swaggy, loud mouth, talkity wide receiver who is mm-hmm. okay on the field, or I've got a stud burner, fastest wide receiver in the draft who is a mute. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, yeah, I'll take the mute all day because I don't care what you say. I, yeah. I, this is I win me ball games, make catches, blow back, blow past the secondary, and and you know wave to the fans every once in a while. I give no wait on how flashy a guy is or what he talks about at the podium or I mean look some people just aren't that way so uh, I really could care less about what his personality is mm-hmm. on the or off the field all I care about is that he's catching balls from Jared Goff on the field he's blowing past secondaries he's making Minnesota eat their decision twice a year and winning his ball games that's all I care about yeah, and, and I'm with you there. I, I I guess you just gotta meet me in the middle that I'm not, you know, saying he had to be the most well spoken, greatest thing. I just want to make sure that he's not only locked in, but I'm thinking he's gonna be real cool with his teammates, and some of his teammates could take that more as 
man, this guy, like, he, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to talk to me or he doesn't want to hang and, and And I'm cool with all those. I, I am and see those personalities all over the place where some people want to tell you their life story and be all gregarious. And other people are just about business or just about getting done what they need to get done. And, and, and the final thing we can say on it, cause we're about to have the Buccaneer selection here to kick off round two is you know what you know what galvanizes you you know what makes you a, a fan in the locker room you know what teammates are like well, I love this guy guys that make plays <laughs> guys that help them win guys that like I feel like Jameson William has crazy swag drip that's going to go with great with some guys and anybody that's on the border is going to just after they see him in practice and see him in ball games be like yeah, I like that guy. I like him a lot, you know, and fans will as well. So, uh, you know, we could kind of put that to bed. Let's yeah. You brought up you brought up Nicobe Dean, so we might as well just go there because before we actually hit the record button, we got into some fun topics about who's out there, positions of value, what you think you know is important on on your side of the GM ledger, where I'm putting my chips right now as far as what I'm looking at. So, Nicobe Dean, we might as well just start there. You know, lots of chatter again about see if you would have stayed at 32, you could have got, you could have got Hutch, you could have got Seen, and you could have got Nicobe Dean here with this pick that's going to be made. Maybe, oh nope, it won't be made by the Vikings. The Packers are now on the clock, so you what, know what? Uh, yeah. uh, it looks like the Vikings are still drinking something there. It's a little stronger <laughs> than uh, than coffee. Uh, trading the 34th pick for the 53rd and the 59th. Uh, to the Green Bay Packers, again, another in-division trade. So uh, I'm going – I'm telling you right now this pick is for Kyle Pickens. George Pickens? No, Kyle. I like Kyle. Don't call him Kyle, please. <laughs> okay. Kyle Pickens <laughs> it is, as well as uh, Watson is out there, or how I better should say it the right way. Christian Watts. Watts. Uh, um, you know, I could see it, but like as much fun as we had yesterday and then Joey bagged on him as well. Wouldn't you just love like another random like defensive tackle or a or a backup corner like Roger McCreary here? That that would be that would be very fun. You know, it'd be hilarious if they grabbed, uh, you know, Nicobe Dean right here. I, I love that player, but uh, it'd be it'd be I'd, I'd start I'd start laughing pretty hard here if they if they did that. Oh, we get, don't get want another them. defensive get him another defensive player. Or, I mean, uh, as funny as that is, we don't want them taking a guy you like, others like, and that we might want on our team. Like, have them take uh, the corner from Washington, who's a good player, Kyler Gordon here. <laughs> it's like they will tell you why corners are so important, and we're like, good, we didn't want him anyway. <laughs> that would be ideal, but, uh, you know, trade just, up. My, my goal is that they just take only defensive players yeah. to just piss off uh, – Aaron Rodgers as much as possible because, maybe, you know. Maybe they'll go with the guy. all-world punter, Matt Ariza here. That, that would be a good selection. Anyway, let's forget the Packers. Get back to Kobe Dean. We'll see who they select. Like, you seem real high on him. You're like, I want him at 46. I w- put him in at 32 at my final mock of don't overthink it, you know, that I put out on Twitter at Derek Oakry. But now I'm second-guessing. I feel like there's a lot of linebackers that I – wouldn't mind so yeah i mean look i like him and he's i think he's first round talent i think he was clearly the the second best linebacker if you could if you could walk away coming out of the first round with the best edge the best wide receiver and the second best linebacker with your first three picks i I mean you can't go wrong with that so 
uh, you know, I, I signed me up for that for sure. So one thing that keeps sticking out to me is that whole only met with Detroit thing. There it is, Watson. You figured. So I want a Christian Watson. I didn't even think about it, but the 49ers somebody said like oh it'd be cool if he went to the 49ers and paired up with uh trey lance but that's not gonna happen christian watson's a good player i mean we'll have a good kid too so that's tough that he's in our division now but it is what it is so you know nicobe dean only met with the lions uh he's slipping people continue to pass on him like I don't know why someone that hasn't met with him, he obviously didn't run, he didn't do anything after, you're basically would be taking him blind off of tape or off of what he did, which is fine because everybody knows that was incredible, but don't you think it's pretty plausible even though it's, what are we, like 10, 12 picks away, however many it is from the Lions? Like, I could see him just keep not being taken and then maybe it be an easy decision for Detroit because... Tapes there. They met with him. Maybe it's a done deal. I don't know. I I just can't figure out why this many teams would pass on him that far. Let him fall that far. But um, again, man, if it's if it happens, like yeah, dude, jump on it. So I can't figure uh, out why he has questions about speed, size, all the athleticism and whatnot, but has great tape. And didn't meet with anyone. It feels like he should have met with probably, I don't know, 31 other teams other than the Lions is what it would seem like. So everybody could gather intel, talk to him, figure out if he's healthy, figure out, you know, maybe why he's not testing. But the fact that he had one visit is very odd to me. Yeah, that is very odd. I don't what I I don't really understand. I mean, is that teams that wanted to meet with him or that was like. He met with. I don't really understand that. Like, what? Uh, what? You know, where does that that come? Like, he schedules that meeting or teams schedule that meeting for him. So, did teams just sour on him and they're like, no, forget it, or he just like declined to have these meetings with teams or what? Like, how does yeah. that whole thing work? Yeah, that's the that's the question too. Maybe he was just like, oh, I don't want to meet with anybody, but for some reason he wanted to meet with the Lions. Maybe the Lions were like, hey, we want to take you. I, I really don't know, but so that's your guy. I'm I'm in the boat of if he's there, it's gonna be hard to pass on him, but he's not a. I have to have him or else because of some other linebackers that are there, as well as, you know, just me wanting Petrie with this pick. That's where I'm at. I know we didn't give people a total primer, but go, go through a couple of your target names as well as as this board is falling, like best case scenario. And then I'll give that to the people too, before we get too close. Yeah. I mean, guys that I'm looking at here, um, I, I, I love, I love, uh, let me, let me get my board up here. Cause again, I've got like 50, I'm trying to keep this, the sheet updated here, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm loving me some Andrew Booth. Um, you know, I like, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a handful of guys here. So I like Andrew Booth. I like Petrie. I like Brisker. I would be super on board if we went with um, oh, what's uh, who's uh, the I like I'm, I like myself some Troy Anderson too, man. So you know, there's a there's a I'm I am really looking at you know there's a handful of corners, safeties, and linebackers that that's my key target. Um, you know, Chad Muma, I, I'm a big fan of that. I mean, we're moving back a little bit. 
Um, you know, I, I'm, I actually, uh, a big, a big fan of Nick cross as well from Maryland. I think he's got some potential, but you know, I think what we do with that pick there will also then turn around and dictate what we do at 97, because there are some names out there where we, you know, people go best player available, best player available, right? Like I get that, but, uh, you know, if a job there, how do you pass on a job when he was a, he's first round talent by far, you know, can we afford to take him and then sit and wait while he gets healthy, knowing he's just going to come back and be a beast and run the Michigan boys on the edge for five more years, you know, four years when healthy, that's a hard decision to make, but it's something I could see them doing. Yeah, that's all good stuff from you. I know we, before we hit uh, record here and got rolling, like we talked through some of that stuff and I'm, I'm in agreement with most of that. I mean, for me, you know, Roger McCreary just went off the board to the Titans. It's like a, Again, another player I like. Um, I'm curious to see how he does in the league. It's not a guy that you know crushes me that he ended up going, um, but it was a, a corner if they want to go that route that I considered. So, you know, when I look at my short board, at least that's left, I do have Petrie up top. I did put Dean after that based on name value, need at linebacker. Um, production in college, you know, but also I got some. Mm, we'll see. We'll see how we feel if he's on the board and he's there. I'm still a little undecided. Brisker's a guy you've liked a lot. He He's on my radar, but um, Petrie just as a kid and as a – not saying that Brisker's not a good guy, but Petrie's versatility and just some of the things, the way he approaches the game is something that I took to a lot. So um, I, I do have Brisker in that mix if they want to go safety. Malik Willis is on my list, Choppy. I, I know I put out kind of a, a hot take saying that if he's there at, at 40 – um, are we at 46 that it'd be hard to pass on or don't you take him? I, I've cooled on that a little bit just because, yes, it would be hard to pass. But, I mean, is this what I'm doing or what the Lions are doing? Because Oakry thinks that in at 46, based on what we did, I can get a swaggy quarterback that I can bring along for a year under your boy Goff. And if your boy stumbles, he takes the reins and balls out is something I'd do. I'd really strongly do. But thinking about what the Lions are doing, they seem really set on Goff. So he, he's in the middle, you know, top four of my possibilities. Ojabo is there for the reasons you mentioned. Uh, Boye Mafe would be an aggressive double dip where you're like, hey, I know we took a rusher, but Boye Mafe is a madman. I'm going to take him too. Um, you know, I don't see them thinking like corner is a very big need, but there's a few good ones out there. That you brought up as well. Christian Harris is intriguing just based on Brad Holmes loving athleticism and Christian Harris being ridiculous, you know, run and hit type crazy linebacker that has a lot of time on the field. So if I'm looking at positions to me, safety's a little bit more thin. I only really like those top two guys before I start getting into that other tier of players, which again, I like Nick Cross. I, I do like um, you know, the kid Kirby or whatever from Syracuse, I think he is, um, you know, but I feel I can wait and see how that falls linebacker, or I don't think I can wait. So I am probably going to take one of those two linebacker. I do think I could wait it out. Obviously I think they're sort of done at receiver. There are some good receivers still out there. And will they, will they take an Ajavo and say, Hey, get yourself healthy, team up the Michigan boys again and roll with our other rushers and really try to get after quarterbacks. I mean, I think that's a very aggressive approach that I don't know that they will do, but I wouldn't not do it because 
you need people to rush the quarterback. If you got five, you need six. If you got six, I would probably consider seven, you know, that type of thing. Uh, yeah, I get it. And, you know, Okri, I feel like you that you started that whole segment trying to goat me with, <laughs> you know, about Malik Willis. So, you know, dude, I just work? don't. There is no, it didn't work. I, I, I'm, I'm just so past that. Like, oh, Brees Hall. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't goat me at all. Uh, Jess just took uh, Brees Hall, so that the people know what's going on can, in the can, background. Can I get a there. quick rant? Jets before, traded up. Can I get in a quick rant before you do a rant? Because I that that brings me to one that I just want to do. I'll, I'll do it quickly. Bryce Hall to the Jets, I don't like because I like Michael Carter, who they took last year. What I really don't like is the people I had to listen to today saying how the Lions need to get Kenneth Walker. Hello? I don't care how good. What, what are you going to get Kenneth Walker and then never play DeAndre Swift? Oh, well, DeAndre Swift, he's hurt all the time. Okay, what if he's not hurt? Now you have... Three good running backs? You're just going to spread it around to three guys? You're going you're gonna to make Kenneth Walker the workhorse and then Swag and Swift going to sit over there and drink Gatorade? No! That's horrible. That's like that's fantasy football garbage. That's these people, oh, let's get a Sparty. Oh, I loved him in college. Okay, well, that's great. We don't need to take another high second round running back, you idiots. Like, I had to hear that from... You know, multiple shows today. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to go on about the people that said it necessarily, but the fact that they had to think about all this just because he was a good player. Wow, he was good in college. Okay, well, we have a dynamic player at running back. He's number 32. His name's DeAndre Swift. You know, we also have a great counterpart in Jamal Williams. You know, we also have a rookie we took last year who has some juice and ability. You know what else we also have? Craig. Craig can make plays. Like, Okay, I, I'm done. I don't want to get all riled up. Go back to your quarterback rant, your Jared Goff love, but I had to get that off my chest with running back going and people actually thinking the Lions should take a running back. No. Yeah, no, just totally ridiculous. Uh, I mean, look, Kenneth Walker is a great talent, but we just don't need any running backs. I don't, you know, I don't know what you'd do with them there. So those people can. Oh, but that's the, that's the Sparty slappies. Jalen Houston up at the board. Jalen Patry's gone. Son of yeah, a... they took they took your boy Petrie. Uh, well, hey, look, Oakry, you right. live to fight another day. It happens. I just that was really I was just that was the one guy. Everybody else on my list that I named off was kind of like, oh, they go, no big deal. But him and I guess Nicobe Dean were the, my top two that you kind of at least want to be there so you can make a decision. But that's all right. Go ahead. Look. Yeah, I mean, we're you're still looking for me. I'm still looking at Brisker. I'm still looking at Dean. I'm still looking at a couple of guys there. I mean, Okra, do we want to just shock the world and take Trey McBride with this pick? You do take the first tight end. The, do we want to take the? the do we want to take the first tight end off the board? You want to do that? The Lions six, don't want to do that. I like 60. Trey McBride, but I don't want to do that unless it's fantasy football, which it's not. So no. Mm. All right. You, you, it just having two dynamic tight ends is just awful, right? It's not. It's it's, it's not fantasy. awful. It's, the it's Lions don't football. do it. The Lions do not play double tights, especially when they just went big on Jamison Chark. You already got Hawkins, and you just paid Hawkinson a little bit. Done his, so it's like they're not gonna. That guy's not gonna see the field a ton. I mean, do I still want a guy that can either catch or block or both at some point in this draft? Sure, but. 
I don't I don't need a guy that we're not running the Patriots too tight system. We're not running a big heavy um, set. I, we're definitely trying to get the ball down the field now. And tight ends are kind of you look at their numbers. I mean, a good tight end is like a 600 yard player with a, some touchdowns. I mean, give the ball to Jameson Williams and let him go for 1200 and electrify in the next few seasons. That's what I'd do. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. There's there's only so many bodies you can get a ball to, which is, you know, speaking of which, I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, how crazy it is that everybody just keeps forgetting that Josh Reynolds is on this team. Right. Like we signed Shark to a one year, ten million dollar deal. And every every lineup that I've got has, oh, my gosh, we've got Williams, Shark and Amara. And I'm like, bro, do you not realize that our passing game did not even start clicking or doing anything till Josh Reynolds got put on this team and dictated some coverage? So don't just forget about Josh freaking Reynolds on this team. Um, yes, I understand that we have four wide receivers and we run a lot of three wide receiver sets, but you know, Reynolds, Reynolds just doesn't disappear uh, and go from like the guy who dictated coverage to like not even on the roster or worth mentioning, by the way, he also happens to be 27, the same age as Jared Goff, which everyone else continues to forget that's on our still on our team and want to talk stupid Bula Bula about what if Malik Willis is there at 46? I don't give a rat's hairy ass if Malik Willis is there at 46. I don't even want to hear Malik Willis's name. Stop doing the mock-ups on the Twitterverse. What up, Malik? Putting him in the Honolulu blue. Stop doing all this ridiculous nonsense with him there. I, I don't you, want to see it. Don't need to see it. Uh all right, I figured. So there, there's my little rant, uh, and it looks like the Giants <laughs> just traded out to the ATL uh, Falcons, so maybe they moved up to take Malik so I can be done with this talk. 40s, so we are six selections for the Lions pick. So yep. uh, let, let's dig the, into yeah, this deeper, we're at 40. Man. We got C, let's, let's break it down here, Oak. Uh, we got Seattle going back-to-back at 40-41. We got the Colts at 42. We got the Falcons at 43. We got the Browns at 44, the Ravens at 45, and then, drumroll please, Lions at 46. If there are no trades, which there's already been six in this round. Hey, let, let's, One, not, two, let's not worry about it. I don't care who the teams are. I care about I just counted my players on my short stack, and I got eight players staring me in the face. So if we go straight up down – Worst case scenario right now is Mafe or Booth for me, the way I have my short stack going. So this is this is what I normally do in regards to, you know, I know I'm getting one of those players, and if a lot of them don't go, it makes the decision a bit harder. But, you know, right now, or at least when you get closer, it's much more just don't take any of those guys on the six. Did you, so did you, say, did you say Booth got drafted by the Titans uh, there, Poss? No, he didn't. McCreary went to the Titans. Roger McCreary, the uh, guy that eats beans all day. What? I thought it was Booth. My bad. Yeah, I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe that was my break. That, that was my, that was my breaking news. <laughs> you might need to fact check it, but I'm pretty sure that that's what I saw because I put him up there and and Booth. Like, remember, I want I thought Booth would go to like Bills in round one, but he didn't go and he hasn't went yet that I've seen. So, um. You know, he, he's not a guy that I want. He's at the bottom of my stack. I only have him there based on ranking and talent, really. So let me look over the rest of my board. I know you brought up Trey McBride for you. 
the Lions, I mean, if they had not taken a top receiver, you'd be looking at Sky Moore maybe still being available, Mechie, David Bell, Tolbert, and then you get a little deeper into my guys, Juan Dale and Cal. But I basically have written that position off. We just went into big about the quarterbacks. I do not want Matt Corral. You know, I do not want Sam Howell necessarily. Ritter or Malik, I would justify and be okay with. But I'm going to go with you, Chop Chop, that I would keep Goff, see what he does, go from there, unless they love one of the two guys I just mentioned. I'm looking over the other positions. So I've heard some people say, we got to get Travis Jones. He's a beast. Same people that don't realize that you really can't play with two, three nose tackles on the field at one time. It just doesn't make any sense, but he's a good player, but it's, we already filled that. Um, what? Why can't we have two nose tackles? How? That'd be awesome, Ogre. We can't have two of them? No one would ever run on us. This. this is the kind of stuff I have to hear, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, you guys just don't understand that every once in a while you can get kooky with that kind of stuff. But on the surface, it's like, do you, do you buy a car one year and then go get another car? No, because you already have a car. Come on, fucking idiot. Well, that's not a good analogy because you can never have too many cars if you got the money. Ooh, Boye to Seattle. I like that fit. That's a that's a Seattle type guy because Boye Mafe is either going to be incredible or be a guy that looks like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing for the first couple of years. That's how he plays. So that's the kind of guys they get, and they hope they figure it out. He's raw. Uh, he's definitely I mean, raw. He's a Seattle guy. I think that actually fits real well. Um, I mean, you can't you can't question his intangibles. Six four, two sixty one. Um, you know, he, he's 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 an animal. But yeah, he's he could be a reckless animal too. So let, let uh, me ask you this: did, did you watch any Jameson Williams highlights today? They're showing highlights of Mafia right now. That's I mean, j- just a just a couple, yeah. <laughs> Were you as blown away as I told you would be? Because this is not a guy we spent a ton of time on because we never thought we would be in the mix or that we would get the best receiver. I mean, here here's the other thing. Here's another half rant for you. People today that I kept hearing acting like, ah, oh, he, he's arguably the best receiver in this draft. Oh, he's he's a top three receiver in this draft. There was no question by any of the major experts that it was Jamison Williams as a player and when healthy, and then everybody else quite a bit below him, you know, in regards yep. to speed, just the way he, the plays he makes, the upside he has. I, The only reason I had him, I think, two on my wide receiver board is because of the injury and because I felt like the Lions would maybe uh, be in the Alave slash... Um, you know, late receiver mix that we're talking about the, the the Pickenses of the world, but instead they went up and got this kid. So, what is the revisionist history? Now you're trying. Now he's what the third or fourth receiver. I mean, he went off fourth, but I haven't seen one person that knows what they're talking about. Be like, oh, he's he's maybe like the third or fourth best guy out there. No, so I tell me you saw the one where he cuts the guy off the line. He gets up to full speed, then he goes okie doke with a little double hitch, and then he runs by he, he runs by Lewis Scene like he's in quicksand. Tell me, tell me you saw that. <laughs> yeah, I may or may not have spent the entire day watching uh, uh, Jameson Williams um, highlights all day. And I think my favorite one is where he's he he cuts up the seam, he throws his hands in the air like he's gonna make it the catch, 
Yeah. And the corner just stops and turns, and then he just turns on the burners, <laughs> diagonal up across the field, and just catches it for like a I don't know I think it was like a seventy eight yard touchdown. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, no, that's our that's our new wide receiver weapon. <laughs> that's yeah. it. And, and I don't know if that's the same one because he has so many of these highlights because I love the one where he runs about a five-yard shallow cross, catches the ball with a guy kind of close to him, and then runs down and around the sideline and passes about six other defenders and houses it for a 50-plus yard touchdown. Like, that's another one of my favorites. Not as crispy as the triple move, you know, cr- c- cut you off the line, but just running away from people on a five-yard toss is uh, something I... I very much enjoyed watching. So, and everybody well, out there okay, listening, but, Kenneth Moore yeah. is gone, so you can suck it, okay? He went to Seattle, yeah. which is a great fit, and now Kenneth I don't have Walker. to worry about Kenneth it. Kenneth Walker is gone. Kenneth Walker is gone. You don't have to hear about it anymore. Thank goodness. What did I say? Did I not say Kenneth Walker? I think you said more, but that's all right. We we knew what you meant. We you said what you meant. And you meant what you said. Kenneth no. Walker, Ken- he gone. Kenneth Walker, he gone, which means <laughs> the Lions are in five picks. So I know Oakry thinks it doesn't mean, matter what teams are ahead of you, but, man, I think it does. Uh, <laughs> do the Falcons go quarterback? That that would be great for us uh, to leave some of that there. Man, I, I, dude, we're getting so close to uh, – you know what's going to happen, though? The Ravens are going to snag up N'Kobe Dean right in front of us. That's what I'm saying is going to happen, and I'm going to be a little sad. Uh, but then I'm just going to double up with my boy and get brisker. That's what mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. But it's down to those two for me, Oak. Give yep. me Dean. Give me give me Dean or brisker. Yep. Uh, Jabo to me is a uh, that'd be oh, a ballsy oh, play. Oh, oh, oh. I feel like that's a that's a Brad Holmes saying. I told you I had a plan. My plan is to take the top players at premier positions. Even if I got to wait a little bit, Sheila's fine if we wait. I'm fine if we got to wait, but when, when, when the wait's over, look out. So he's, here's, here's why I think this is why I think the Colts, (coughs) excuse me. I think the Colts take a job all right here because they're, they're solid there. They can afford to let him sit and wait, but when he's healthy, he's a freak. So I think the Colts go Ojabo, um, or maybe even the Browns looking to replace, uh, Jadavian Clowney, uh, once Ojabo is healthy, but um, I can't see a job of falling to us, but man, maybe he could. The, the only reason too, that I say, if he's there, you consider is because we have Hutch. Like it's the double, it's the combo meal. It's the, it's the pairing him with his buddy. It's the, they know each other. It's that uh, Hutch can take care of him and bring him along as a football player. Cause I think he still does have some growing to do, you know, in in regards to learning more about the game and growing and all that kind of stuff. So with his boy there, I think they could do some serious damage. If we don't have, if we don't have Mr. Hutchinson, I wouldn't be as on board with the injury and whatnot. So. Okay. You know what? I want to put, I want to put a nice little bow on our last uh, conversation that we just had. Um, How are all those people who are screaming Malik at two feeling right now? uh, The guy is still available 40 picks later. How how are those people feeling? It's it's not a great feeling, but it's we we often see this, you know, either with QBs or a player or two. So he's one of those two players. It doesn't mean he's not going to be good in the league. It doesn't mean that you might not look back and say, "Wow, you got him where?" And look at him now. I mean, that could be the situation too, which would bite everybody in the ass that is thinking there's something wrong with him. He might just need to go to the right situation now. So 
Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying he's not going to be good in the NFL. I just think it was funny that we were, you know, we, we, a lot of people were willing to, to use a premium uh, pick on him. And, and uh, you know, he's still here at, at 42 and maybe he goes to the Vikings. Could see Okwebo Mensa, uh, the new, uh, probably totally butchered that name, but their new GM could be a, uh, and he's got time. He could take a guy like Ojabo for sure. So, yeah, he could go Ojabo, but he, you know, they're still, you know, uh, Min- yeah, Minnesota's on the clock now instead of uh, Colt, so they made a trade there. So I know you're working the sheet, but try to remind me because I gotta. I'm gonna get on my Twitter sphere. I gotta make. Oh, the here you go. Three. We got the four, the forty second pick <clears throat> trade and the one twenty two. So forty two and one twenty two for fifty three, seventy seven, and one ninety two. That's the Colts and the Vikings. So you know more trades. Just more like trades. Shots. More trades. So. So getting back to our Lions pick, you know, like you say, I think I'm going to stack it. I'm just going to have my four sitting there, and I'm going to have to make a choice because I think it's Dean, Brisker, Willis, and Ojabo for me in regards to value and positions of, of need and, and what I want to do. So that's kind of probably what I'm going to pick from here. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's, I think uh, if, if we're co-GMing and sort of getting on the same page, I feel like the safest and probably most slam dunk is the Jaquan Brisker pick because he was picked by a lot of folks at the second round, early second round. He's still there, 6'1", 210, uh, played big in college. You know, he, he not as – I don't know if he's a thumper or a playmaker or really what he is, but I know I liked his game when I watched him, so – I feel like he's a guy that could be taken that everybody would pretty much be on board with. It's not the ballsy play necessarily, but I think it's a very nice move at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's to me, he's just a sound safety, right? Like, um, you know, he's he he yeah, he's just he's sound around, all sound around. Six one, one ninety nine. He's 23, so a little bit older. I think he's just a mature, sound safety who could really kind of even out and and lock up that position with Tracy, uh, you know, going forward. So you know, Minnesota's not taking him because they have Harrison, uh, yep. and they also yep. took Scene, so they're gonna go no safety. Let's look at Atlanta. Does Atlanta have a safety need? Yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta's got a safety need. Atlanta needs everything, dude. Atlanta's terrible. Sorry. Um, sometimes I don't have a filter. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta could use a safety, but yeah. I think they're gonna. I think they're going. They're got. They got to go quarterback, or uh, I think they. I think they might go quarterback there, man. They just I went agree. edge. That was their big one. So I agree with you too. I feel like Nicobe Dean is a uh, a Ravens guy, where it's just like, ah, oh, we just sat here and he's sitting. We'll take him, and he ends yeah. up being real good. Look what they did by just sitting there and who they got it, uh, you know, who they got at 14. We're just sitting here and, oh, oh, hey, look, Kyle Hamilton fell in our lap. Great. Oh, hey, look, Nicobe Dean. Cool. We'll take that guy, too. Like, yeah, they, they just these guys just fall to them. I don't know. How does this happen every dang year? The Ravens just sit back and everybody falls to them. It's crazy to me. And, and they don't do smartest guy in the room, though. They take a lot of the media players and they all yep. end up being good in that system with those people. They have around it, and I got another side tangent we need to get to, which is Lions coaching staff. 
you know, just the absolute love that I have for them and that players seem to have for them. That's it's incredible. It's getting out of control, to be honest. So, um, but you brought up Kyle Hamilton. If he went to the Ravens, that marks the Ravens off as a no safety need because they got other players that are there as well. I can't see them double dipping. That's not really what they do necessarily. Nope. So if Atlanta doesn't take him, uh, Cleveland has a couple safeties. So I feel like Brisker's going to be there. Yeah, Brisker will be there. I think I think Dean's going to fall or hit the Ravens. I think Brisker's our guy at at uh, at forty six. So let's see let's, what happens here with the Vikings, Falcons, and Browns. But let's get it straight know. though. If Dean and Brisker are there, what are you doing? Because I'm not taking. Whoa. I'm uh, I'm doing my plan that I told you earlier. Still a lot of good linebackers. I'm going to go with Jaquan Brisker, and I'm going to pass on the Kobe Dean and hope it doesn't bite me in the ass. And I'm going to get. Or Anderson, Muma, some of the other backers that are out there later. I think for me, move? I'm looking. There's there's a big safety drop off after Brisker. I like Cross, um, but I, I to me there is a pretty big drop off after Cross. So I'd have to take the safety there. I, I would. The linebacker <laughs> position is always deep. You and, said you wanted um, Dean no matter what. Now you're changing it up. Got to be sure, well, buddy. Think- I didn't think he was going to be there. I didn't think he was going to be there to be completely honest, but gosh, he's, I mean, he's such a good talent, but man, I, but again, we, you know, we could talk a little bit about like, why is he still there? What's happening? Like our teams didn't just forget the guy existed, right? Like, so he, and just uh, another corner went off the board, Andrew Booth to the Vikings. Right. So again, the the Vikings realize that now they're going to have to cover the Lions' crazy ass offense that we're going to have running all over the field, and yeah. they decide they need a corner uh, because you know they, we're going to be throwing the ball all over. <laughs> they always need or think they need corner. They also we're going to have to deal with Lewis Seen, but I mean we already saw how uh, how Jamison Williams dealt with him uh, on a game day. The the Giants are now on the clock, making a pick at forty three. Told you it might get crazy with this choppy. I mean, every other pick, like you say, is somebody different. So this is the how the draft goes these days. They yeah, I mean, look, this they is, just they this just is, lost uh... Peppas, but they Wandale. That's a crazy pick. I mean, unless you're getting rid of Darius Tony, it's the same guy. Well, it's not. Darius Tony is better, but you know what I mean. It's another gadget catching jiggerbug type guy. But I love Wandale. That's a is, that officially reach, who, is that officially who they took, Oak? Yep, 43. Wandale, Wandale yeah, Robinson, right. wide receiver. Sorry, so I, I got, I, I got, I got I 50 also, things going on here. I'm trying to give oh, takes. I'm trying to update the board, and then we're making trades and <clears> and then announcing players all at the same time. So it's uh, yeah. it's getting crazy here in the choppy choppy office. Yeah, and then I got to fire it. There he is. All right, Wandale. Wow. The I, 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 that's a bit of a reach for me, but okay. Yep. Um, I'm also behind on some picks over here moving while we're chatting, but I also need to remember, which I, you don't have to give me a total reminder, but I'm going to make my Oakry dynasty pick as well for the team I've been building for the last however many years trying to just take, you know, like from scratch. So yesterday I've been going with Hutch and, uh, you know, Jameson Williams, my two picks for that. I had some openings and that just makes sense because we were so busy on other stuff, but I could use a tight end or a running back Woo-hoo! or a corner there as well. So we'll see what Tight I do. End. I, I, man, you might have to. Yeah. Oh, baby. All right. Here we go. 
It's going to be, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. I think another wide receiver going uh, there. Ah, man, you know, I just look, I'm just looking at my, I got so many boards up too, but George Pickens is still up there, man. Oh, <laughs> he's a misfit. I didn't know till late in the process. He told me how great he was. Nobody wants to deal with Mr. Pickens. Mm, man. That's the thing, man. Like, the Lions made their big swing. They went, you know, like, just as I said about not double-dipping on nose tackles, you can't, even if the value's crazy, it's not good business to go do that again and just say, oh, I'll just take George Pickens. We'll figure it out. I mean, I know there's a couple teams in the league that do that, but I don't want to be one that every year is taking just skill player after skill player with no regard to anything else. I think we already chatted about that, so... Yeah, Houston just moved, just traded with the Browns, so they're at 44 now. Uh, this could be quarterback, thinking that, uh, well, I don't know, why would they want to jump there to get to quarterback? So who knows, man? It's knows. just a, it's a total crapshoot. <laughs> All right, I'm queuing up my, my Oakry on the clock pick here for the Twittersverse. I know I was... Uh, Nowhere to be found yesterday. I tried to make up for it a bit today. People love their audio, but it's hard to do it all, I must say. How can you, how can you queue up thing. our pick when it's still three away? What if Houston comes in here and takes it from you? Then I'll change it to somebody else. <laughs> but I'm, I got to type the sucker out, man. I got to get the, the hashtags. I got to get Brisker in there as my pick. I mean, I'm pretty set on that. I think we are taking a gamble with now you're moving off to Kobe Dean as well. It's one of those... It's one of those that we wanted it basically for three picks now, if you think about it, because we were picking at 32, 34, and now we're way past that, and he's still there. I mean, not only gamble to pass, but it's sort of, dude's going to get taken. He didn't forget how to play ball, so very intriguing. I think you pass him here. I mean, obviously you're not getting him at 97. I can say that with assurance. So you either do it now or you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree, but I think there's more more, uh, more linebackers out there that we can look at at 97, so I'm sticking with my brisker pick if he's there. So right. We'll see. I mean, the Ravens could do something and surprise us too, even though they've got, uh, they've got some – actually, no, they already took Hamilton, so they're not going to be taking another safety. I highly doubt that, so – who knows what Houston just snuck in here to do though, because they just traded and they already had it up. Um, yeah, they, they need lost, everything. They lost they a everything. big safety in the Reed kid that was there. He went to Kansas City, I think. So they yeah, they also seen... lost a linebacker too, right? And oh, by the way, they also don't have a quarterback. So and Nick Casario is there, who's from New England, who probably is like, I can get into Kobe Dean here. I mean. I know yeah. I don't want to be the guy that says that with every pick, but we're thinking for the Lions here that these guys got to be seeing what we're seeing. That the boards aren't surprises. So I mean, like I say, I'm looking at six, seven names. I still got up. So if both our guys go, I still got a guy in my back pocket I like. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what oh, a good no, GM you're does. You're making me take Ojabo here. Oh no. I mean, <laughs> not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I could see a Jabo going to Ravens too if Houston jumped up here to grab Dean. Yeah, but the pick is in for Houston, and they are going to select a guy. 
Roger comes to the podium. I don't know where you're at on the video, but I have it over here. All right, John Michi. They went for a wide receiver, Alabama. There it is, which I know you do it in fantasy football too, but like the fact that they're taking a guy that we have a receiver basically written off is great. You know, those are the kind of things I root for when it gets down to the nitty gritty like this. So we got Brisker, we got Dean, we got a Jabo on the board, Christian Harris, Malik, Ritter. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of good options. I think the Lions are thinking they see glaring needs at needing bodies at safety. I could see them loving Nicole Dean at this value and being like, you're our middle linebacker captain of the defense and Derek Barnes, you're on the outside and you're also going to rush the passer, which I tweeted out a while ago saying I'd like to see him rush more. And then Anzalone is inside outside, kind of that mentor vibe. I could see it. Yeah, I do we want to go what we would take and what we think the Lions are going to take? I mean, we could do a little bit of that. So, you know, Choppy, you're live on mic, so you can do whatever you want. But I'm trying to just accomplish the tasks I have at hand, which is keeping up. You're working the sheet. I'm going to make the Oakry pick on the clock for the Lions based on their current roster. And I'm doing my dynasty pick. So it's basically Trey McBride for me for my dynasty. Your boy. I'll plug him in at this point. And then um, Brisker for my on the clock. And again, I, I've i already taken safeties, corners, other positions for my dynasty. So tight ends seem to be glaring. Go ahead and get that kid right now. Like you say, top guy at the position and see how he pans out. Yeah, Ravens are still on the clock, and they're oh, they're actually going to use some clock here. What are we What are we doing here? There's a guy on the phone. He's calling his he's calling his player's mom. Now they hand it over to the coach. Goes to the GM. No, all right, sorry. Uh, okay, so Oakry, you've you've called it here. You're making your Oakry Lions pick is Brisker, huh? I'm just taking another peek at that in my dynasty. Um... But my dynasty needs are no one running cares back, about your no one cares about your your it's interesting man to uh, no it's uh, building a team from scratch based on guys that are available so uh, every other spot I need I don't see anybody big so um, yeah for the Lions it's we already worked through it I mean I don't love passing on Nicobe Dean here if he's there but I feel like it's the most prudent play no people you know, are going to hate that out there. All right, so I have a feeling the Lions are not going to take Dean or Brisker um, because that's who we want them to take. They're, they're, they've got <laughs> nope. something else up their sleeve. That's the old style of thinking. Brad Holmes basically takes ball players. So back in the well, day, it'd be some guy we never heard of that they don't have footage of. He, I'm, I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm not saying he's taken, you know, like Karan. Uh, he's not taking some guy who's a third round value, like uh, the kid from, you know, a D2 school. But, um, I, I don't know, man. I Brad Holmes is just – he's smarter than me. So I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, man. Dude, well, we got right? to let the Ravens pick here, man. There's, there's, there's so many good – there's still good, so many good players on the board. It's not, it's not worrying. Like, that's why I don't want to do what the Lions will do necessarily because, uh, yes, you can try to predict it, but it doesn't necessarily matter. Like, you know, we already went through this quarterback decision, so I feel – that they could take a quarterback and 
some people are going to love it and some are just going to be like, I can see that, but I don't know that anyone hates it necessarily. And Malik's by far the top ranked player on our sheet. So, you know, what they're going to do, I don't know, but we already went through that exercise. So we're not maybe, taking maybe, a QB. Maybe your sheet. He wasn't on my sheet. Uh, Wait, why does this say Lion selection? It's Baltimore that's selecting. This is NFL. Get your get your stuff together. They get the Baltimore logo and say Lion. NFL draft. The Baltimore Ravens select David Ojabo. There you go. Linebacker. There it is. Ojabo. So now we don't have to worry about that either because it was taken off our plate for us. So. Yeah. No, I thought, like I said, I mean, we were we talked about Ojabo and we talked about Nakobe Dean. Those were the two. Um, who uh, who we thought they could go there. So let's let's make it known too. Hey NFL, don't ever think you're gonna call Brad Holmes when he gets on the clock because he already had the pick in before they went and before they could get the graphic off. So he's not he's not waiting around for phone calls. You either call him ahead of time or nothing. So Ojabo's gone to a great organization. He'll get healthy and then he'll be a monster. <laughs> we know how that goes with Baltimore. Yep, I'm happy for him. I like, you know, Jabo, that's a good kid. I felt so bad that he got hurt on his pro day. Um, that was just uh, just sad sad to see. But, um, but uh, I just want to yeah, say no, the people out on. there that are, are just pounding their hearts and TVs for Malik or Nicole Dean or looking through the through the list here you know there was that buzz about drake jackson's of the world and yeah. you know everybody yeah. knows christian harris it's like i can all see right. everywhere you're going but i am going with what we talked about it's like yep. the draft meetings you've already been through it i'm going with it no i'm 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 selecting brisker as well that's my pick uh for who it should be because i just like the depth at linebacker a little bit better um so, yeah, no, I mean, it is hard. To, I will say it's hard to pass on a Georgia stud, uh, N'Kobe Dean, but man, I, I just like the depth at linebacker. I think we're going to be able to get one at, at 97 if we really like one. Talk and you into uh, it. I, I just think Brisker's, Brisker's the guy. So Talk to you into it. I feel like if we weren't on here, you were pretty set with N'Kobe, which is not a bad pick. I'm not here sitting that I feel like if you don't, if you took N'Kobe in here, that that's some reach or he's medically hurt or he can't play but i feel like when we started our call that was your pick and now you've changed around which is fine i mean i could have went the other way too based on what we talked about here it is lions pick second round 46 overall get the audio come on brad holmes get us another safety (laughs) oh keegan Detroit Lions select Josh Pascal, defensive end, University of Kentucky. Oh my. Okay. Uh, what? Yeah, he was a guy that I heard a lot of buzz about, that people love, that I wasn't very high on. I moved him. I think he's on the Oak Creek rankings, if you look at him, uh, as a second tier, just because of what I had heard. But I I heard really good things. Let's put it that way, Choppy. But I, he, wasn't a, he wasn't a my guy, that's for sure. So, fun times with Keegan-Michael Key making the choice when we come back. Washington, Chicago, New Orleans, Kansas City. They double-dipped on the edge. On a Friday night in Vegas. 
tonight after the 15 draft, NFL plus tackles for loss and six sacks. It looked like it said. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm here. I'm. Uh, uh, I'm here. I. I don't. I don't understand that pick at all. Um. I, I mean. I, I. Hey, welcome to Detroit. But I don't understand that pick at all. But uh, hey, these again. They know these guys better than we know them. They spend the time with them. They see them at the Senior Bowl. They. They do all the the inside info and get the work done, but I, I don't I don't understand that pick to me at all. I mean, I, he wasn't even he wasn't even my next next rank, uh, you know, D lineman. So, I mean, he said he wants to build in the trenches. That guy, you know, I said he's a D line, but he also he's on the edge. Uh, so hey, let's uh, let's get it going. Where. I'm just trying to see. I know we used like some other rankings, you know, as our default. Like, do you see him? Did you find him yet? Yeah, we had him at like 69. As an edge? Uh, we had him as an edge. Yeah, we had him as an edge at 69. Um, but he was even further down your board than he was mine. I mean, I like the guys I had ahead of him. Uh, Nick Benito from Oklahoma. Um Kingsley from South Carolina. I can never say the guy's last name. I won't. I won't butcher it. And uh, Drake Johnson. I had them all ahead of him. Um, but again, two hundred. You know, six three, two seventy eight. Senior. Uh, you know. Let's go. I I guess, you know, what I remember hearing about him is, you know, the he's got big rush upside. He's I want to say people very late in the process had him late round one, early two. So it's not a, it's not a reach from that perspective, you know, in regards to what others were saying or what I was hearing. But I just remember seeing him on a lot of my sheets and thinking like, I, I, I don't even remember if I pulled up any of his highlights or anything. Cause I was just like, oh, I don't really love Pascal, you know, as a player from what I had read about, but he did get late buzz, and I know there's people high on him. So Brad Holmes. Well, hey, I mean, look, he played in the SEC, so you know he played against the big boys. That's a big thing for me. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm reading reading up a little bit on him. He's six four, two sixty eight, senior. Uh, they say he uses his leverage, um, and he had a, he's he had a twelve point four percent stop run rate against Power Five last year. Um, I mean, you can't argue with that. So. I'm wondering if they're thinking, you know, this guy is going to be like the Brockers replacement. I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to put him on the edge, if they're going to have him kind of clog up the middle and then, you know, work with the lean him and Hutch, uh, you know, I'm not sure what, what the thought process there is, but um, you know, he was moving up the draft board. I will say that uh, he, he had some, some high spikes here moving up the draft board. Some people had him ranked as high as like you know forty eight. So, hmm. but I told you, Brad Holmes. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Here's a here's a TJ kind of rant or take for you. So TJ, the last year, he has the crazy hair, right? He's got the crazy beard, looks like a hippie, you know, whatever. 
You mm-hmm. also just said he can't block. He's not going to do that. When I got all excited about him in the draft, he was this no-nonsense-looking corn-fed. Yeah, he'd have fun after a big play, but he'd bury people in the run game. You know, he was a nasty football player that was, you know, they called him like the safest player in the draft because that sort of did everything well, you know, and he was could do it all at tight end. Now he's much more of a, oh, he's a pass catcher. He's offensive weapon. Like, I feel one, he needs to get back to the blocking game without having a penalty every other time. Tell me if I'm right there. I feel yeah. like the hair was a funny gimmick for like a year, but how cool would it be if TJ Hawkinson came to training camp with like a crew cut or a buzz, buzzed his hair all off, was all yoked up and, and was just like, looked like a cyborg. Like, I think that would be fun rather than hippie TJ Hawkinson. What do you think about this? Yeah. So look, I mean, I think TJ Hawkinson came out and you know, he, he did, it was like the new cool hotness, right? Like he went to the QB camp. Uh, what is, what do they call it? Tight that, end um, that Kittle, or, yeah. Tight end camp that uh, Kittle <laughs> runs. So he's, he's try he was like a Kittle junior wannabe guy. Um, you know, he, he was like, well, I'm going to, you know, he's a Midwest boy, first of all. And all of a sudden he's like, let's become a California guy. Um, and it just, I, I don't know, like I didn't, I, I, I was like, okay, cool. You know, he's like that kid that go, you know, it's like when your eight year old goes through a phase and you're like, okay, cool. That's nice. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I'd love to see him come to the camp with a, come to camp with a buzz cut, uh, maybe a little more ripped and a little less tatted and, uh, you know, ready to go. There's Desmond Ritter, uh, with his, his, uh, uh, wife or girlfriend and his baby there. <laughs> Happy for that guy, man. You mean, um, good. you mean for Mr. Hawkinson, more ripped and more tatted? Because he has no tats right now that I'm aware of. Uh, he does. He, I think he got a couple tats uh, over the while he was there. <laughs> he seems like a tat guy, but I I just don't. I think this hair makes him look like a goofball. Like everyone seemed wants, to like it under yeah. the helmet. But have you ever liked his look in the RSO profile photo or when he's on the promo? And it looks like he's got a straight up perm. It looks like my mom's hair from about, you know, you don't, back you in don't the like day. the man bun. You don't like the man bun. No, th- that's actually fine when he pulls it back and looks kind of like a caveman. But ha- tell me you haven't seen it when it's it's curly permed into some type of configuration. And it looks like a straight up bouffant haircut that some lady would I, have. It does not. Look I good. agree. No, it doesn't look good. That's why I'm okay with. Yeah. So it needs to coming be crazy to camp with the, yeah, with the come back with the buzz cut. And, um, you know, let's see what happens, but look, I don't give you know, I don't give a shit about what your hair looks like. Just come to camp and be ready to knock some bodies, score some touchdowns and win some football games. How's that? All right. So, so right to that last portion, I thought you were going to give me my first good take of the, of the, of the time. I thought I, I thought the hair was a good take. It was a, Hey, get rid of this hair, buzz it down. Let's get going. And instead you, you squashed it at the end. You said you don't care about the look. I mean, look good, play You're, good, feel good, yeah. uh, pay good. <laughs> You're a look. Like you're a looks guy. I mean, you you like the swag. You like the you like the bling. You like the drip. You like what the kids call. You know what is it? I said oh drip. Yeah. Um, you know I'm more of like a dude. I don't care if you have you know two eyes and you know you're purple and you know you you have a, a, a one arm is a foot shorter than the other. If you're a baller and you win me games, I don't care. So you know. Uh. I, I I don't feel like in my personal I'm a drip slash 
dress up guy but i do feel like when i see a guy come out of a field with a visor two wristbands an arm sleeve he's got swag he's got some crazy like bling on off the field or he has that vibe that it's it's more fun than than milk toast or the other way when you're not swaggy and you trying crazy hair or trying something stupid and it just doesn't work it's not the i don't know i feel like we just need so, a new, let, new let, mr hawkinson Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, everybody, this goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Whew. Oh, hey, speaking of... That noise you just made. I, I just loaded up the newest, greatest soundbite here on the uh, soundboard, and it goes something like uh, this. Oh, yes. <laughs> you made that noise yesterday, and I thought it was <clears throat> absolute gold. <laughs> I wonder if I can double dip it. <laughs> Triple. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, that's great. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. Um, oh, Okri. <laughs> to I me, there's it. there's nothing better than, tell me you do this too, or you did back in the day and still now, when like the dumbest stuff ever was funny with you and your buddies. Like We had a bunch of stuff in college, still with friends that like, it's not funny to anybody else, but it, to me, it's funny. Like, oh, yeah. For yeah. some reason, the sound bites and some of the things that we've come across throughout the pod or through things that I laugh at or like, I know there's people out there that like, why? That, that's ridiculous. That's stupid. Like, but for me, 
that the minute I heard it, I was, my brain just went sound drop. <laughs> that, that's, that's gold, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. so I mean, it, look, you gotta have a little fun, right? You're getting a little <laughs> slap happy. You're, you're getting a little slap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What, what, what's oh, better let, let's let's do the choppy verse himself hold on let, let me get it queued up here uh we've got we've got that what are, what are the people like we might have to put a whole a poll out this <laughs> or this oh man it's close <laughs> oh baby Woo. i kind of I... oh that's a that's a that's a hard one to to pick a winner that's those are both just those are both radio gold. Um, I'll never forget the pod. It's somewhere in the archives where I fell in love with this one. Wow! And I played it like one episode. I probably had about fifty wows, and I was just queuing it to lines. I was dropping. Oh, it was just so funny. Oh, that's great. Uh. Vikings just made their pick and I totally missed it. What uh, who they grabbed there? I don't know. I was <laughs> I was a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh, oh, oh gosh. Did you see I mean you gotta have a little fun in life, right? If you can't have some funny sound gimmicks, <laughs> some good bits, some good bites, um, you know, then then what's the point of being alive, right? So Hey, Choppy, let's go up to Roger Goodell and see if we get that last pick from him. What is your name? Doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Minnesota, who'd you pick? What is your name? Doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> there it is. That's <laughs> hard to believe for people listening. That's actually two different bits, but I play them so tight that it sounds like he's doing it in real time. Incredible. Yeah, no, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Ed Ingram is who the Vikings just took guard, LSU. Ed Ingram. Yeah. yeah. Who is this Rudy Poo? Here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Ready? Okay. Nicobe Dean declined to have surgery on his shoulder, and now every NFL team has it listed as a major red flag. So he's got a shoulder problem. He refused to have surgery on it, and now basically that's going to cost him. He's he's going to drop to like the fourth or fifth round, is what it, it sounds like. Richard Sherman is saying, "Why is Malik Willis continue to slide?" <laughs> we don't know either. Sherman, it's a good question. <clears throat> Richard Sherman what, just asked that. See what rap saying. Overall readiness. The leadership and the maturity. With Malik Willis, everybody loves the talent, but the offense he plays in is so simple. Their questions, how quickly could he get acclimated to the NFL? Could it take one year? Could it take what two years? What was his Wonderlick score? certainly has led to some of the hesitancy with him not getting selected. All right. He come out. I want to say he was kind of in the middle, upper of the pack. That. The Baltimore Ravens are about to pick. And, uh, how big were his hands? <clears throat> Kenny Pickett was low or someone you guys would think. Ritter was low Oh yeah, no, Ritter strong was, strong was really low, I think, is what it was. <clears throat> Ritter was low. I remember thinking he would be the cyborg smart guy. And it was like he had like a 15 or something. <clears throat> so let me ask you this with Nicobe Dean and that coming out. Is this more of a not do that, 
nobody I don't know why you wouldn't want to get drafted but if you don't then you can sort of pick your team I mean maybe he wants to go to like someone fancy like the Cowboys or the Rams or wherever and so he ploy, so let's know. go let's let's look at the tape or let's look at the the evidence here he only interviewed with the Lions mm-hmm. why is that is it was he was he you know did they you know so he, he interviews with one team and then he refuses <laughs> to have surgery uh, that seems to me like he wants to go undrafted, get his surgery, and then go where he wants to go. Is what it sounds like to me. Or because he visited with the Lions, maybe they sat down, had a kumsi kumsa, and he was like, "Hey, we really want you, but you have, you know, we can maybe put this out there and and come join us after, and we will make you the centerpiece of our defense." I, I mean, that, just saying. That's, that's a <laughs> that's a theory, Oak. I didn't say it's a good one, but it's a theory. Um, well, well, wouldn't on, that be sure? considered? Wouldn't that be considered? Uh, wouldn't that be considered draft uh, draft tampering? Well, I think it's a pretty good conspiracy theory. Nicobe Dean meets with Brad Holmes. He r- rubs his hands together. He says, we love you, but we need to draft other positions. Nicobe Dean says, cool, I, I got this uh, shoulder excuse. How about I just don't get it worked on and I don't go visit anywhere else? After the draft, you guys scoop me up, put me in the middle of your defense, put the C on my chest, let's go. And Brad Holmes just gives him that big smile with those big meat hooks and says, we got ourselves a deal, Nicobe. Let's do this. If you add an allegedly to the end of all that, then I'll agree to it. <laughs> allegedly. There we go. Yeah. Actually sounds pretty legit to me. Well, I uh Oak, it's coming it's coming down around now here. We got not we got uh nine picks until we go one, two, three, four. I'm waiting to eight hear pick, your your eight thoughts. Picks till we you, go. I gave you mine, so uh, uh, yeah. If if my pick if he's on the board is uh is the 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 run stopping linebacker from Wisconsin? Man. Leo. <laughs> yep, give me Leo. Gonna miss out. Give me Leo. You're gonna miss and out. If, your boy and likely. if he's and if he's gone, I'm going likely. If he's gone, I'm going likely. I do like Cross and Joseph. I don't want to. I don't want to get that twisted. But I, I think they may be there when we pick next after. So. Arian Winfrey stands out to me weirdly because he's like a, th- a top 40 type player. And he's the best overall non-quarterback that I see on our default rankings. I mean, we can't really. Remember we said before the draft, like maybe oh, they'd go with it. They would go with a interior defensive guy, but. We can't after we just took. I don't, I, we, can, we cannot go 3D line. We can't. So, so one thing about the about the on the clock stuff is, so you, so you said you were gonna take Chanel and you took the safety lat. So we, we're just kind of marrying it up. I, I haven't looked at it, but yeah, I'm looking at it now. It I mean, off, I, I had I went back to back safeties. I went I went Hutch, Hamilton, and Brisker. Mm, that's not good. Well, I mean, again, this is based on on. You know, am I making this pick based on what they actually did or based on what I would want? And I have no problem doubling up on safety on that pick anyway. So, um, that's, I mean, you got two good players, but my, my goal with these live picks is that's going to be the, that's the 
choppy draft that year. So, you know. Uh, yeah, well, if that's the case, then I have no problem saying safety, safety, because we need it. I think it's overkill, but I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to explain it that, like, if I was looking This is at... what I would have done. Yeah, I mean, you're basically taking... If I, I want to end the draft with these guys yeah. on my team instead of the other guys. Yeah, instead of who they got, so. because, like, if there's a great receiver here at 97, I'm not going to go there because I've already addressed it in my picks. Because you could just go like, well, it's the best receiver in this round and that round, but you're not building your core of your draft that year. So, yeah, I've got a edge, a wide out, a safety. I'm kind of wide open. That you're you're going off the team needs too. This isn't a blank. You know, just take the quarterback. Um, yep. At this point, so I'm gonna look at main positions we talked about. Get Winfrey and again the other position that's out there. The other position that's out there that I still we still have to address at some point is is uh, cornerback, and I'm just kind of going through my uh, couple of my couple of my charts. Who's a guy the Lions like that I had heard a lot about? Is this Kirby Joseph? I I wouldn't be surprised if. They like him a lot, and uh, the value Ooh. kind of matches. They haven't done the safety. Maybe that's their guy. Yeah. I heard good things about uh, – let me see here. I had I, I had uh, Tariq Woolen, the cornerback from UTSA, ranked pretty high too. 6'4", 205, senior. I, I I like that guy. I like him too. If if they were thinking corner, I mean that's ridiculous height, weight, and then I think he ran crazy. But yeah, I he mean, was he was fast. They as well, and but he, he had a lot of buzz as like a trades guy. I mean, that means to you. Oh shit! Tampa just picked. I didn't even see it. Like Amara Barno is an edge linebacker type that would test it crazy too. Oh shoot. Um <clears throat> uh, they just took Rashad White. Yeah, Rashad White. Tampa just took Rashad White. Ooh, he's a very interesting running back, bro. He's a they like catch big bodied like kind of like maybe incorrect, oh. but I want to say he's like uh, how David Johnson was coming out for the Bucks though. I mean, dude, when are they ever gonna cut or let let? Uh... I don't know. Okay. Those traits type running backs that you you. Hey, you can you know Tom Brady? What's he always done? He always have like five to six running backs that all do something and uses them decent. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Did we even rank our running backs? We did rank running backs here. He was the other other white. Obi Bryan is a guy that had a lot of early buzz that 
not just based on his name and stuff, but senior bowl guy, kind of that tough defense if you wanted to consider a corner. I'm looking at this wide receiver, or this uh, running backs, and I, <laughs> there's so many guys left. Yeah. Hiram Williams would have been more of a Tom Brady, like, yeah. throw it to him yep. type of guy. Yep. Agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Oh, there they go. Niners just took Tyron Davis Price. Wow. We had him. Uh, why did I? Why? Oh, shoot. I completely missed the Pack. Dude, they're going so fast right now. I totally missed the Packers pick now. Hmm. Who'd the Packers take? The Packers took Sean... Ryan, guard from UCLA. Did you do much work like on Chanel? Did you pull him up? Did you do you think he's a fit for this defense? Yes, he is. He's a run stopper specialist. He's just a fucking animal. He's a he's a monster size wise, but and he can run right, but the Lions want big heavy middle linebackers. I don't know. Well, you got you got some shiftier, um, rushier guys on the outside. I think he's a good stuffer in the middle, and you can let your other linebackers, you know, do their business on the outside. I think he's like the highest rated linebacker against the run. Uh, PFF. So here, here's one thing I look at when you bring stuff like that up or just in, when we're comparing. So, again, these aren't our hand-picked detailed rankings, but he's he's overall 90, kind of where we have him or what I'm looking at. The next backer that I see that's kind of a inside guy is 130. You also have the Brandon Smith, who's kind of a more athletic outside backer at, at 83. So Smith actually the higher ranked in the, in this listing, and then but the next middle is quite a bit down. If you go over to the tight ends, you know you're at Otten is 65, likely in the 70s, likely is likely in the 70s or so, and then you've got my boy Charlie Kolar down at 105. So kind of figuring those drop-offs, you know, which one is, is more or less, do you trust them, and is it is it a big deal if you pick one position and then the other guy goes and now you've lost 40 spots in, in an overall rankings? Something to think about. Yeah. So if you take Chanel, does he play 
he plays like next to or he's in the middle and and Barnsley's on the outside because I'm yep. I'm all in on yep. Derek Barnes. I'm here to tell you. Like I feel like we yeah. just did not see what he can do. I'm ready to unleash him. I mean, I was ready to unleash him last year and we we didn't. So These commercial breaks are saving my ass, by the way, with how fast things are going. Crazy, isn't it? Like when we do the walkthrough and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I'll click some boxes and update. And then those kind of just get, get haywire. I'm even, I kind of quit on my maneuvering just because I'm, I'm zeroed in now on the lines. And then I'll get it caught up either later or once this round is over, you know? Yep. But you're like yeah. said, you're doing good or the one or two people working the sheet. You kind of got to try to keep up. Matt Corral to the Panthers. Good. Because I didn't want that son of a bitch. He got mocked a lot to the Lions, you know? Yeah, I saw that a lot. I didn't know. Almost like it. somebody knew something. And I'm like, I there's something I don't like about this guy. Yeah, I was not. I was not big on him at all. Not at all. Okay. All right, Matt Corral. You know who's got buzz too at linebacker is this Thindale kid from Georgia. He's not one that I spent a ton of time on, but late, late buzz saying he's just real good, real athletic, kind of getting lost in the shuffle. This is that swing that I talked about. This is the whoever we take. You know, good luck getting the next guy at 177. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge pick. You got to determine what is that you really think we need. So, because you're not getting another pick for a while. You're going to be sitting around watching 70, oh, no. Yeah, 70 some players go, um, you know, before you go again. So, no, I think. I think our coordinator, like we said, who just gave him a bunch of love. I feel like he may love Sam Howell, especially at this point. 97, Sam Howell. Like, I know you don't want one at all, but I don't love Sam Howell from a, like a personality perspective or a, I don't know if he's a good leader or, or face of the franchise, but I kind of like some of his skill set. Now. now this this is what I'll tell you, Okri. <laughs> he he's accurate. He's not mobile, but you don't need to be between, behind our O line. If if I if you put a gun to my head and said, Chops, you need to take a quarterback not named, but you have to take a quarterback that's going to be the face of your you know is going to be your franchise quarterback and put him in instead of Goff right now. Um, yeah, I'm, 
Sam Howell was my guy. Was my would have been my pick after uh, after Malik. You know, at this point in the draft, absolutely. But I don't have a gun to my head, so I'm not taking him. <laughs> Wonder if the school. Oh man, and... here we go. Geez, we're 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 at pick ninety five, and it's already in. So. <laughs> not not as good as the original. No. I'll get you I'll get you I'll get you something here. I got another I got to get another uh, uh another um good sound bite here. I'm I'm working <laughs> on one here. I think I could match your your wooly if I really put my mind to it cuz I've heard you do that before and I think I can do it but I don't know. I mean it's it's similar. It's I. <laughs> uh, might be a drop. Um, all right, so we're a couple of picks away. I'm I'm still undecided here, but I have some. I'm narrowing it down. I'm not panicking under the clock here. Well, you better start panicking because at some point you gotta, you know, make like a tree and do something. I'm aware. I'm. I'm talking to Brad. I'm talking to Dan Campbell. Seeing what we want to do. Seeing if anybody calls. Da 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 da. da. Yeah da 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 da. da. Oh yeah. Again, the Bengals are just completely ignoring their O-line issues, which is cracking me up. Do you think you're going to, you're that, uh, do, do you think that your franchise quarterback is going to be able to take you to the Super Bowl again uh, if he's on his ass, you know, 80 times a, a season? Oh, geez, the Colts are picking? Oh, cross. They just snuck in there and got cross. Mm. Oh, they got cross with me. <laughs> All right, uh, we need it, Pit. We need it, Oak. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm aware. Are you aware? I'm going Chanel. Chanel's my guy. Oh, I'm torn between two guys. I'm kind of thinking about who the Lions have and makes the most sense. Cross man, guy like he won me over just how he operated. Well, we're gonna have, you, for, by you know you're lucky we're getting the commercial break here because I'm just telling you what's gonna happen is you're gonna be him and Han. They're gonna announce the pick and they're gonna go. Well, no, I would have, I would have, what, what, I was gonna take this guy and then you know and it's like okay, cool, it doesn't count because you didn't say it in time. So <laughs> oh, Chappy, the pick is in. Chris, yeah, of course it is. Chris Cross will make you a pick. <laughs> I just tweeted it out. I'm taking K dot and tight end Washington here. That's your guy, huh? Okay. Don't feel like we have any depth behind Mr. Hawkinson. I read up on this kid. He's like a um he's a put your hand in the ground, stand up, block, catch, 
Uh, seems like a prototype type tight end. I like his ranking. The other guy that I was considering was Perrion Winfrey as a three tech, and he's much highly rated. He's comes from a big school. I didn't like any of the other DTs necessarily, but I feel like I'm just gonna get by with Aleem Brockers, Big Denim, Panasini, right. and whoever else inside. So, you, so you're officially taking Cade, huh? Yes. Yep. That's been tweeted, and then my okay. uh, my dynasty pick is gonna be Kyron Williams, running back. I wrote down, and then you don't care about, but I need to get that in as well. I don't. You're, you you hit it. I don't care. But it's so. Oh, take a look at the tab someday. It's kind of fun. I think we started in 2017. I've had a lot of misses there, but it. I think I drafted DK. I drafted DPJ. I, you know, there's a couple fun names on there that I did get when I was building from scratch. And <clears throat> it's not like a fill the team out thing, but I'm still trying to like areas I haven't addressed at all over a four year span. I'm trying to get decent players, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's something. Alright. But the pick Are you is going in. to the live audio or what are you doing? Went to Kyle Brandt. Getting, He's probably gonna to talk commercial. for ten minutes. I like Kyle Brandt from Jim Rome, but he gets Rosie and Peter, it's I feel like after that I got invited over to Johnny Carson's couch. <laughs> like I'm Paul Poundstone and you guys said come on over. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. You have to do pan- great work. You have to do panel now. This yeah, I can chime in, you know, on Gilbert Godfrey. Um it's an awesome moment. Awesome moment. My reason for maybe not doing Kate Otten was there's probably five to six tight ends I like still. Oh. But I just looked down at my phone. I've got the pick. Yep. Popped up. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I was glancing around and I saw it. I think you're going to like it. I think it's going to be a hashtag. I think you got to stop cheating and quit looking at the... <laughs> you got to quit well, looking Brandt for it. So I, are they, are they finally going to address it? All right. I'm going to tell you who I think it is. Uh, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the board. I think in Brad Holmes, you know, I already chose two safeties. So I'm thinking Brad Holden's going to take a safety and said, Nick cross just came off the board. I got to go to the old choppy choppy board. And yeah, it's going to be the, it's going to be the safety from Illinois. Joseph uh, Kirby. Joseph is who I think they're taking. Oh, Murray's going to make the pick, too? I think I said Syracuse, but, uh, yeah, Illinois. Kirby. That's your pick, man. That's who I think they're going to take. And with the 97th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Kirby Joseph. Oh! Hashtag (laughs) Choppy Likey. Hashtag (laughs) Choppy is the man. Hashtag Choppy and uh, Brad Holmes are on the same page. Call it. Hashtag Choppy I like it. I like it. Ball hawk. Range. I don't care what he does against the run. Nice. I mean, not that I need credit, but I did say that a long time ago. Um, you did nail it once I gave you the hashtag Choppy Likey cue card. But uh, that makes a lot of sense for what they've done. You know what I mean? Like, based on our yep. picks, we yep. had already addressed it. But 
Hell yeah. Ooh. Kirby Joseph. I had heard they loved him. Certain people like his game. This is about where he should go. Hell yeah. Yep. Not a reach. You, you know, he, I had him rank. We had him ranked 70. We just got him at 197. Kirby boy. Uh, Kirby boy. Yep. <laughs> Eight takeaways tied for the most in football last year. I mean, we, dude, come on. We need great, takeaways. Great pick. Hell yeah. We need takeaways. Um, I'll take his, his, he's a little bit soft against the run, but I'll take it. He's going to be hawking out there and, um, you know, maybe he can show Tracy Walker how to play some safety. The boy, Brad Holmes. I like it. I like it a lot. Yep. Way to go. Way to go. That's a, that is a hashtag choppy likey. That is a, (laughs) this draft we're killing it. And yeah. That's, that's say, just that's just great stuff. Just just damn great stuff, okay? <laughs> it's nice when they take the person that we have the next. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I get it. Like okay, who cool? They were thinking linebacker, um, mm-hmm. and I thought safety. But for them to just gr- to grab the guy in your category who you had listed at the top just makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had Curry Joseph actually above Nick Cross. So yeah, woo, love it. Yep, it's a. Uh definitely fun that way and and it's it, what what else i see every year too is so like with that third or with that second rounder you know they kind of picked a guy a little off our radar but no we didn't hate it but there was definite silence like uh you know i'm not sure and then you watch his tape and you read oh hey it makes sense for these reasons right you justify it but then when they come back and get another player at a position of need that you had heard about or you do think is gonna have some upside. It kind of like cures the other one and makes them both feel good now. Yep. Nope. I good. Good. And I'm glad they went defense there. I mean, I know you were thinking tight end because of uh, the depth behind Hawkinson, but I, I like that we we stuck with defense. And um, and I think I think I really think one of those tight ends is gonna is gonna tumble and be there for us that we might like later on, whether it's Ruckett, likely or uh, Otten. Someone will be down there in the next pick, and we can swoop in. Let's um, let's do this. Uh, let's at least get us out of here on the summary. So day two, Josh Pascal didn't rile us up, but didn't make us angry. I think in him and Kirby Joseph, I just I just opened my YouTube and Kirby was doing his interview, and you want to talk about swag and and a guy that looks like he's a probably a no nonsense grimy gritty safety that was Kirby he had some crazy gear on and looked like he was ready so um well what's your general take of day two because to me this is the most important day of the draft it really is and I feel like even though they're not the guys we necessarily picked like I don't mind either of these guys I think they're both productive contributors and they'll just have to earn their spot type of thing yeah, I mean, for me, the 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 word of the day was defense, right? Defense, defense, defense. When the when the uh, you know pick forty six came out, we were both kind of like, okay, Pascal. Like we both said, you know, we both knew he was moving up the board. Um, again, from a school we didn't watch a ton of film on, but uh, the more I, I looked up into him and 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 kind of started to think about where Brad Holmes was coming from from taking him there, I liked the pick. Uh, you know, really solidifying that D line with, you know, an aging Brockers. And, you know, I, I, I think he's labeled an edge, but I don't necessarily see him as just a straight edge kind of guy coming off the edge kind of guy every time. So that made sense. And then again, you address uh, one of the biggest needs that I think this team had 
uh, and hasn't addressed uh, and and fixed yet was the safety position. So, um, you know, to me, Kirby was the best uh, was the best safety in the spot. So we took him. Uh, happy to hear that Brad Holmes agreed with both you and I that he was the best safety available at 97. Um, was kind of sad that a few guys, you know, came off the board right ahead of us, but it is what it is. You took what you wanted and and got a good guy there. You got a you got a player again again another guy with personality, a guy we had ranked higher than what he went. Um, I'm glad you didn't get suckered into, you know, thinking about Malik when he was there the first time around or, um, or, you know, that, that kind of stuff or, or the stuff came out about Nakobe Dean. Um, so I think you just, you just did, you stuck to your game plan, right? You took guys that are going to be, I mean, I anticipate both of these guys are going to be pushing to start. So, um, you know, this is, this is a good, good pick, a good haul for us. Um, and again, I know sometimes people get stuck uh, into the best player available, uh, but we didn't necessarily do that. And we went with the biggest team need and, uh, you know, it, and again, I think it worked out well. So I'm excited for this, for this group here and uh, collectively as a whole, I mean, you got the one right receiver who, uh, you know, uh, the best wide receiver in the draft went healthy. And then you've got three key cogs on defense, which was again, what we all know, uh, we needed. So, you know, day three is going to be exciting. Uh, rounds four through seven. I can't wait. Um, I'm, I'm expecting some more defenders. I'm expecting maybe a, a tight end and maybe a, an a, an, a, a interior O-line depth guy later on. Um, but no, I think this the draft is going exactly how I would have liked it. One wide receiver and a bunch of defense. So can't argue with what they've done here in the last two days. Yo, man, you, you summed it up real well. So I, I just want to, before we get up out of here, I just want to um, say thank you to you, man. I know you gave me some dap the other day. Like uh, you spent two days, 10 hours doing this. We worked together. We made some picks. Uh, I know you got some, some family and some different things going on. So I'll probably take the reins either on the Google Sheet or just pause the Google Sheet and work my scouting office this year. And then I'm hoping that uh, we can put our heads together and come up with a game plan and um just carve out time in our busy lives to do this but maybe make some tweaks and changes so that we can not only whoop it up but figure out what system works for the okri choppy uh gm co-gm setup uh to be better next year and to keep uh drafting for the lions and whooping up brad holmes and dan freaking campbell because i think we got a football team man so i just want to say i appreciate it and it's been fun and uh, i'll take the reins tomorrow and try to get it done too yeah, no, uh, good point, Oak. I mean, look, I had some family stuff come up tomorrow. Um, unfortunately, we had a passing in the family, and um, you know, so it was uh, it was not going to be a fun day tomorrow. I would have much rather been sitting here going doing draft stuff with you, but we gotta, you know, we gotta pay our respects and um, someone on Melissa's family. So, um, but no, this has been a fantastic, uh, you know, ten, twelve hours that we've put into this. Uh, you know, I, I know both of us stayed up late last night watching more tape on the guys that we got. I'll probably end up sitting here laying in bed for the next two hours watching more tape on the two guys we just took here. Um, but no, this is good stuff. Good content. Love to do the entertaining thing for the people. 
Um, absolutely love to, uh, you know, to just, just, uh, go out there and, and do some fun, fun stuff for the, for you. Um, you know, lots of hard work was put into the, the tabs with the Google sheet and, uh, hopefully the people enjoyed it and hopefully the people enjoyed the, the podcast that was, was <laughs> laid out there, uh, earlier today, the two, the mega mix and the, uh, hot take with, uh, our boy, Joey, uh, or I'm sorry, with our boy, um, yeah, Joey Sports Guy, and uh, love to hopefully get in a show there. We can do a little round mock uh, mock table mock draft round table after post draft show would be fun too. So, no man, appreciate it. Keep putting out the good content. Keep bringing it for the people, uh, you know. And I'll do my best to jump in here and and have some hot takes there and make some people laugh too. Yes, sir. I got Kirby Joseph tape running while you're finishing up there. I'm I'm drinking that Kool Aid. Drink it in. Uh... Side of cornbread. Cornbread! Choppy, you think I should make it a double? Make it a double. Cornbread! And Choppy, if you were to hash, if you were to hashtag this draft so far, what might you give it? Oh, man, I'd have to give that a real, real strong hashtag Choppy Likey. <laughs> Woo! Hashtag Choppy Likey. Woo-wee! <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll get up out of here. We'll catch you guys uh, next time here on the Kool-Aid cast, man. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.